0: one of the caveats that I do have some personal information uh, that I did get personally involved in um, was some information that had to do with uh, the Stargates and Looking Glass (coughs) and more specifically the 2012 problem with those projects um... the well I guess popular opinion of what's out there right now is that the project was shut down um, because uh, there was a problem when we approached 2012 Um, I've heard it described a number of ways uh, but to my knowledge the problem is is that the timelines converge on that point in time and when you <clears throat> know enough about the Stargate projects and the Looking Glass project to know that um, how string theory works and how the possibility of possibilities works and how making one choice over here doesn't necessarily mean that the other choice uh, Couldn't exist at the same time. Um, But once you get your brain wrapped around this subject, you find out that um, at the end of 2012, uh, in an easy way to put it, uh, the choices that we make become less and less consequential to the future. And eventually we're pushed into this bottleneck of time. Uh, no matter which choice we make. And that's important to the people that had access to Looking Glass because they would use Looking Glass knowing the choices that they would make and the future would pop up. Um, the big mistake was coming up with. Uh, Possibility of future. And when we started using a computer to say, well, if we make this choice, it's 79% possible that this scenario happens, and 23% possible, or whatever, you know, I'm using round numbers, that this scenario would happen. Um, The Understanding at the time was that was realistic. However, if you go down the road further and free will continues to exercise itself on this game um, that 79% possibility sometimes changes very very fast But if you look at the situation in a point of time, it seems very realistic that that's the greatest possibility Um, What Happened was people, very smart people, began to figure out that something big was coming up. Something that made it so all the possibilities of all the future scenarios of any choice, <clears throat> any possibility that was fed in and observed through the looking glass inherently ended up in the same future. And no decision, no possibility changed past a certain point. Um, that's the big secret.
1: Okay. So is that certain <coughs> 2012 in your understanding?
0: It's it, it well coincides with December 21st,
1: 2012. So at that point, all <coughs> possibilities lead to the same
0: timeline. All. Possible timelines lead to the same basic set of history In the future
1: and what is that history to you? Did you know that or did you find that out?
0: That is the big question That is the big secret that is what sends Everybody that has all of the information that knows everything into a blind panic (laughs) um the people that know everything about Looking Glass that have gotten all the reports and all the information the elites of the world probably figured out that, that was the end of the game and nothing could be manipulated beyond that point
1: so do you think that's held true in other words uh, well I have about 60 questions but do you think that's true or holding true, that nothing can be manipulated, that they haven't found a way to manipulate, that they're that's still the case? I mean, this is knowledge that you would have gained back when?
0: Um, back when I was in the military, it would have been before 97 when I got in trouble. Um, and it was things that... Uh, One of my particular areas that I was amazingly intuitive about is problem solving slash mission planning or um, more specifically, taking a bad mission and fixing it, getting so everybody through and out of it.
1: Tr- uh, troubleshooting an optimum uh, future
0: exactly. Um, certainly knowing how string theory and possible futures works makes it so you can work your mind very quickly to see the reality of what's happening and decide what decisions need to be made to change it for a particular outcome.
1: Okay, but at a certain point you said that even the powers that be so to speak realized that having even abilities such as yourself you're talking about which Mm -hmm. they, in theory, had even using a computer or looking glass. Right, they had to
0: use a computer to do it.
1: Right, so in essence, but at a certain point, it's still still an an end game. It's still they cannot go beyond a certain point.
0: At a certain point, after they're done hearing the computer tell them this is what's going to happen over and over and over and over again, (coughs) um, all they become focused on is how do we fix it?
1: Why? What is the this that's going to happen? The you know that?
0: inevitable contraction of the timelines. The
1: But what does that mean for this reality? Do you know that?
0: I don't know that. Um, what I do know is that I was called in and asked to solve this problem, this timeline contraction problem. And I... Eventually, did my due diligence and did all the investigating, and basically only had one piece of information, and that was reinforcement: the computer's right, the timelines will contract down to some inevitable thing that you guys won't tell me about, so I can't help you. But
1: um, what you're basically you came back with was it is inevitable. There is
0: uh, there's an ev- there is an inevitable event. Um, it's been forecast it's been predicted it's been fed to us in a slot trough of what they want us to believe will happen um, but they don't have however strength, no. comma, they don't actually have control over what happens. They only have control over the reaction and it seems that no matter what they try to do to cause, their desired reaction it's going to have an opposite effect. Interesting. Um, now, it's much much easier for me to explain uh, today what that process is as opposed to back then. Um, but if I had to give it a name, I would say it's the awakening process. It's an evolution of consciousness that cannot, will not, and no matter what decisions or possibilities are injected into the equation eventually it all resolves down to us all learning the truth and becoming aware of this massive dam of lies that has been built that keep us from knowing massive volume of information that we should otherwise possess
1: Okay. Well, that's very, very uh, monumental to be told that from a pers- person in your perspective um, who's had your background and your exposure. Um, is it your understanding that the notion that looking glass has been, you know, that there are various looking glasses around the, the globe supposedly that according to Dan Burish were shut down. Is it your understanding they're actually not shut down?
0: Um, I I believe that they're shut down um, because they are all saying the same thing and they're
1: so it's like they're completely useless they're at this point you're right um, <clears throat> it's
0: like the Wicked Witch you know looking into the you know magic mirror <laughs> and always getting the same answer well if you were always getting the exact opposite of the answer that you wanted you'd stop talking to the mayor and that's essentially what happened with Looking Glass is no longer not only did they not want people to use it anymore because they knew it was just gonna burp out the same thing uh, but at the same time they didn't want anybody else to know what it was saying I'm sure Um, because because that information was a monumental concern when I was in the military about how to prevent this inevitability. Now, at first, I thought it was end of the world. Now I see end of the world as end of their world.
1: (laughs) 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 well said. Um, Okay. But are you aware, do you know the difference between looking glass and the yellow cube? Yes. Okay. And do you, are you aware of what happened to the yellow cube and how it was used and, um, and so on? Are
0: you, I, I believe that the yellow cube still exists. Um, I can't say for certain if it's on this planet, but I would say that it's definitely protected from use at this point.
1: Okay. Well, that coincides with the testimony we got. Um, can you also verify that, Leaders of,
0: but let me say one thing about the yellow book, neck, or and its differences with Looking Glass. The yellow cube or the yellow book would give you your possible future. Yes. So it took basically the choices that you would inherently make along a timeline and tell you what that timeline would be given that you made all the choices that your brain would make.
1: Well, this is exactly what I was just going to ask you. What we were told is that leaders of, of governments and so on, people in high uh, places, uh, you know, uh, politically, would, would use this to try to see their most optimum future and then follow those, those so they were using it to enhance their wealth, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. yeah. in a very egotistical way, um... and that was part of the problem with it Mm -hmm. and that uh... supposedly one of the specific things we were told had to do with Hillary are you aware of any of that?
0: um... you mean the 2012 protection for her? Mm. Um,
1: well will you tell me what you know?
0: i don't have any first-hand knowledge of this um... this is all back-alley information um... but uh... one of the last predictions that was put out by the yellow cube was that um, for all intents and purposes and this is just my level of understanding is that uh... hillary clinton would be president in two thousand twelve and um, When the yellow cube is involved, it leads me to question what I know about looking glass and string theory along with that. Um, The first question that anybody that knew anything about the process would know is who was using the cube when it made that prediction. If I knew that, then I could tell you why it would predict what it predicted. Um,
1: Wasn't there also a, an issue with, um, I'm not sure, but in using the yellow cube, yellow book, however you want to term it, um, that you, they actually had to use it through um, an intuitive who had a high vibration, had to be in the vicinity to, in a sense, be the go-between between the, the person who wanted to use the cube right. and the cube itself. Because normally they didn't have the vibration necessary.
0: Correct. And um that is a process that would prevent um anomalies from popping out in predictions Um,
1: but it wouldn't completely
0: no and i'll tell you why um if it was used properly by somebody that knew how to use it and and could eliminate their thought process from the machine's effective use it would be very easy to get an exact you know what future holds right. however comma anybody that has that ability would inherently know that that information could not be given and would be protected and that inherent notion would inject something into the yellow cube or the yellow book that would give an inaccurate statement just by the person that's using it's intuition saying, if I tell the truth, it'll be bad. So the higher levels pick up on that throw out a different scenario. isn't the truth
1: it's in a sense the feedback loop gets dirtied somewhere along the line by exposure
0: and that's why those pieces of technology should have never been used by humanity and its current level of understanding because for all intents and purposes the technology doesn't work right when we use it
1: right I, I, I totally get that Okay, so to get back to looking glass uh, and the possible features that, that they do uh, converge um, and the notion of is there anything else that you can tell us that you would want to tell us about that and the rest of the laundry list of sort of information that you had directly to either for for yourself or through um, someone that you had vetted?
0: Um, the biggest cherry on top of all this conversation, um, would be a synopsis to say that, um, if I could convince everybody out there that, um, for all intents and purposes, what we believe to be true eventually becomes true. Um, if somebody convinces us, uh, that a major disaster is going to happen in the very near future a major disaster happens in the very near future if we don't buy into that fear and accept that there's really nothing that we know no is going to happen and accept of whatever happens um, that makes the convergence of the timelines happen as naturally as possible. Any attempts to try to go away from this one inevitable conclusion, I again see as a new beginning, uh, an end of this reality, the beginning of something that we can't even possibly understand based on the level of our beliefs currently, but when all that information comes flooding out, there's going to be no denying what's true and what's a lie or what's illusion. Um, we won't have the choice to believe that 9/11 happened because of a bunch of terrorists because we'll ha- know exactly what's happened. Um, basically, what we're experiencing right now is... two master chess players sitting at the board and one of them looks down at the board and sees that he's in checkmate in seven moves and he looks across at his opponent and he knows that his opponent sees it too so there's no getting out of it. So at this point the loser can only prolong the game. The game both players know the game is over um... it's only a matter of time before he does this and then you're forced to do this and then he's forced to do this and eventually checkmate um... we as a race if we could understand that the game is over that based on the rules of the game The bad guys have already lost. The good guys have already won. Yes, there's moves left on the table. But those moves are being forced by the player that is going to win. Um, The only way that checkmate can't happen is if the player that's winning makes a mistake. but from all of the information that I've gathered, all of the information that's been given, all of the information that's been vetted to me, it seems pretty obvious that the good guy player on the side of the chessboard knows exactly what has to be done to win the game. And so at this point, any mistake would be all but impossible. Um, But again, you really have to understand the game to know that the guy that's losing is lost. And I'm sure most people sitting watching a chess match between two advanced chess players know the game's over long after the two players know it's over. Because they can't see the board and see that there's only seven moves left.
1: Okay, but when we come to this convergence and again you've seen or the looking glass has seen up to that point
0: now let me let me say why I believe that it comes down to one inevitability is because uh, I was entrusted in getting it down to two possibilities and um, I've heard both of those possibilities talked about in massive proportions the good and the bad
1: okay do you wanna talk do you wanna so can you in one sentence say what the good was and the bad was or, um, or are you able to Two,
0: to, to most easily put it to people I suppose um, one scenario is what most people would understand to be ascension or an evolution of consciousness that brings us out of the cocoon and turns us into a butterfly. Uh, Timeline 2 is some kind of major global catastrophe that drives most of us underground and leaves a few of us on top to fend for
1: ourselves. Very well, very well put. Okay, So I would imagine, and and you can-
0: But I would also like to point it out that they call Timeline 2, Timeline 2. Seemed very odd to me that even back then it was identified as not one, and that one
1: one is the one
0: didn't get talked about.
1: (laughs) One is the the one that involves what in in essence would be ascension or moving into you know from the cocoon to the butterfly. Okay, Um, but to, to I believe based on what you're telling me that they would have used a lot of people like you. That had a proclivity for um, being able to look, see the future,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: to to be what is a, sort of an advanced psychic remote viewer, whatever you want to call that, mm-hmm. um, and Looking Glass, to to posit this these potential futures, to go up to that point and to view it, and that you're just one of many, mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree?
0: I would agree, and. Back in 1991, when I began my little adventure in the military, um, I would say that uh, it was pretty obvious that there wasn't very many of us. Um, However, you go 20 years into the future, and you find out that it's coming to the point where there's a lot of people. That have that ability, that are inherently realizing that ability, and are able through some unknown extraordinary means to develop that ability inside themselves without any outside help or assistance. And it's quite obvious that as far as advanced. Intellectual abilities as far as simple intelligence levels um, and cognitive skills of the human race has increased exponentially in the past twenty years. And people that were ten years old in nineteen ninety-one are now thirty years old and fully awake and conscious of burning inside that says, I am a lot more than what I see in the mirror.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Okay. I do have a question in in regard to what the military-industrial complex has been working on. Because with the knowledge that you say they have, assuming that they have this level of knowledge that you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, of the timelines converging and the fact that there was going to be something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if you saw the movie or the TV show Fast Forward, I mean, Mm -hmm. but there's been so many possible, you know, scenarios in that regard. But one of the things that goes on is they are very busy building underground bases. Supposedly underground cities, and so they seem to be hedging their bets for the negative timeline,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and putting their emphasis there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And would you say that that is because they? I mean, why would somebody want something negative to come true? Well, of course, the Illuminati have a have a program that they're working on in that regard. But basically the sort of well-meaning military that just goes after contingencies, <laughs> you know, and is just working towards a future that they want to prevent or and or deal with when it comes. Can you explain why they have been hedging their bets to such a degree on the negative?
0: Um, it's, it's very simple. Uh, they're insane. <laughs> and beyond insane, they have literally deluded themselves into believing that they can somehow manage to get away with what they're trying to get away with. Um, There is a distinct lack of reality in that thinking.
1: Okay, what about the notion that CERN, for example, is engaged in trying to beat that game, as you call it,
0: I would say look at the problems CERN has had, the crazy little things that have kept that project from moving forward. Um, certainly they have never even come close to getting that project to the level that it, they want it to be to do what they really want to do with it.
1: Okay, well what about the notion that, uh, that that's the party line? that they haven't been able to do so. But if you really think about it, that's what they would prefer people believe so that they don't think that there's a threat.
0: Um, But when you uh, listen to the interviews of the scientists that are working on the project, even they say that it seems like somebody or something from the future won't let them get that project done. And the craziest little things have caused massive damage to that project. And when you get the foremost uh, thinker in string theory saying, yeah, I don't think we're going to do it because I don't think fate wants us to do it, <laughs> that says something about a scientist. <laughs> I okay,
1: think- so... Well, thank you very much. I, I think that at this point we, we're going to have to close this down. Unless there's any other things that you think that we haven't covered or that w- that we could possibly touch on that, that you, you want out there.
0: Um, no, um, I don't think we'd get any further tonight. Um, certainly from what I know the questions will come out and be more than happy to do a live feed after that and answer any questions that anybody comes up with from this interview.
1: Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much, Bill Wood, for your service to humanity.
0: Well, hopefully I can get everybody else working towards that goal as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, apparently, regardless of which way they work, uh, the convergence will happen.
0: Yeah. there's a certain element of pain that we can reduce by just not accepting that we don't have choices in the matter and sitting back and waiting for the aliens to fix everything isn't gonna help
1: Absolutely. if
0: we are inevitably coming to a rising consciousness we should start trying to elevate our consciousness as fast as humanly possible and make that transition a lot easier when it comes